0: It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. All
1: right, guys, I got an idea, and I, and I want to talk a little bit about this. This is something that we're going to be getting into on Sunday. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> we're going to start a series this coming sunday called tools of the trade so tools it's like of tools of the trade so like we know what you do what are some of your, what are some of your hobbies phil what are some of your hobbies
0: um well i like to play golf but i'm not that good at it, it
1: uh, it's not about being good so oh. you but you need clubs right Yeah. So and clubs. how many golf balls
0: I need a lot,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? And Chad, what do you like to do? For some things, I like get involved with. I like tools. I exactly right. right? Okay. You have certain tools that you need to hold on to that you, that you need to have so that you can do what you need like. to do. Right. right, right, exactly. So, tools of the trade—that's what we're getting into this Sunday. So, but as we're going to be talking about it from a spiritual standpoint. So, okay. Yeah. So the first tool is going to be fasting. That's what we're going to get into this Sunday. Ooh. All right. Right before everybody goes to lunch. So, but anyway, that's what we're going to get into, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Hello, my name is Ian Thornton.
2: I'm Phil Bliss. And I'm Chad McLeish.
1: Welcome to Uplift, and we hope that that is exactly what happens for you in listening to what God's going to be putting together tonight on our show. But we're going to be talking about the tools of the trade, and there's a lot of them, isn't it?
0: No, there are. There are.
1: What are some of the ones that Uh,
0: you... What are some of the ones that... Yeah, okay. Work for you. Recently, I had a person come to me and say, how do I get closer to God? And I said, prayer and read your Bible. And then I, I, those were the first two. And then I threw in a couple others. I said, but really focus on those two first. And he's like, okay, I can do that. So others that you might want to add would be worship, fasting, Mm -hmm. journaling. Um, What do you guys think?
1: quietness is one for me quietness but you know my my not not that my life is everybody's life is different Mm -hmm. mine is is a little bit busy Mm -hmm. so if i can get to a point where everything is just still and and everything is quiet Mm -hmm. then then that really helps me focus in on the things that god is is talking to me about or the things Mm. that he wants to share with me or show or show me um but yeah quietness is and, and stillness is is a Good one for me. Um, just to kind of throw it in neutral,
2: right?
1: So to say, yeah.
0: reminds me of the Sonic Flood song, in the quiet, in the secret, in the, in the secret place, in the yeah. quiet, or something like that. In the stillness, you are there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a, it's a good song.
1: It, that, is, and it, that it is. That
0: makes a lot of sense, you know, because you, let's God speak to you. Well,
1: how important is it for us
0: to, at, during our our days, to
1: stop hmm not just how important is it how hard is it
0: it's hard oh my it can
2: be it's hard, hard. <laughs> you get caught up in the emotion okay so, yeah you yeah. know today at work there was a situation that came up and it wasn't a good situation somebody made an error on an estimate and it's mm-hmm. your first emotion is just to be like oh, oh. and be beat down about it and it's like you know you got to set the emotion aside and, you know, before my activity or however would have responded to that might have been a little different than it is now mm-hmm. <laughs> because of my relationship. Praise the Lord. Right, right, absolutely. right. So now I take it to God and be like, God, you know, I'm I'm, I'm coming to you and I'm talking to God about how can, we, how can we remedy this and how can we soften the blow and whatever. And, you know, because there's a lot of people involved. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of, you know. Yeah. But at the end, of it, it's going to be OK. It's just that that initial emotion reaction that people have to bad news and things like that. Yeah. So so mm. my favorite tool is prayer and and discussion. And I don't know if discussion is like an official tool that you might read about in Scripture. But hmm. I take no. I take prayer to be <laughs> right. It is, But prayer is what? Right. It's. Well, it's it's a tool, but it's I, I look at it even more as a discussion. I love that to, because I try to listen. <laughs> I try to listen, so I pray, really and then I try, and then I try mm-hmm. to hear the Lord, and I try to listen, and I and I wait and anticipate Him speaking to me.
1: That you know, just one of the things that, that He just said, anticipate. Really, that yeah. when He said that, just yeah. really rang to me, because you know. That God, living, breathing, creator of all, wants to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And instead of people wondering, is he going to talk to me? Is he going to communicate with me? How long am I going to have to wait for an answer? You know, mm-hmm. those kind of things. You know, you, what you're just talking about there, Chad, is that there's an expectation of heart. That's that's anticipation mm-hmm. that you know he's going
0: to talk to you. Mm-hmm. That's good. That is good. And... You know, I know right now there's somebody out there saying, I I know what you're saying, but how do I know if it's really him? And I went through that yeah. for years. That's I right. went through that mm. until God finally, I heard him say one day, just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I know I said I, that to you recently. I know. I know. But it's, it's like he really, that's what he said. Ago. And I said, okay, so if I... Step forth in believing what I believe God said, and it doesn't go against the Bible. It's not anything that is not anything unusual. It's very simple. Mm. And I walk in it, and then there's confirmation coming in all over the place. Yeah, And that's how I knew. That's how I started to listen to that voice in my mind.
1: And I'm glad you said it, because I had this question, because I had several people have asked me along along my journey that what do you mean hear his voice
0: yeah yeah i've heard that too what do you mean ask. for me it's it's a couple of different things okay okay it's it's actually like my voice in my head that i didn't initiate the conversation if you will okay. i mean it's just the thought the thought just comes in and i yes. hear myself saying it yes okay and i know that's from god most of the time now sometimes it's a it's a constant. It's like, over and over, and I can't stop it. And it's usually something simple, like, move, move, move. You know, like if you if okay. you want you to get out of the way. Yeah. Okay. So if it's something a real simple word, and then sometimes people call it a gut feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard you know, of that. Mm-hmm. It's you know you just feel like okay this is what I got to do. That's can sometimes be God speaking as well. And there's more ways too. But it, and it, the thing is like. You said tools of the trade. Yeah, I have a very quiet keyboard. I work with guys that have the clicketyest clacketyest keyboards, and it drives me crazy. But that's their tool of the trade, not my tool. But it's still a keyboard. Mm-hmm. So things that work for me may not work for you, but as long as it's still God. Yeah, you know what I mean. So
1: yeah, so it's it, it would be it would also be fair to say that that God communicates with us.
0: Yes, not, yes, not
1: not to. Pigeonhole it into a voice yeah, to speak, yeah, yeah. but God communicates with us in different ways. One one of the things that God gave me <clears throat> to let me know that He was talking to me is I'll see certain things. I call them His fingerprints. Mm-hmm. And I get to see, you know, and I see His fingerprints, and it moves moves me in a direction or the direction that He wants me to go. Or hear something when I when I say hear something, I'm talking about the thoughts, just like what you were talking mm-hmm, about, Phil. Mm-hmm. The thoughts that come into my mind that I know that I didn't put them there. First of all, because right. I'm not smart enough. You know, you just—I'm not that intelligent to put all these pieces together to go. Okay, this is what I need to do, um, but so I get that sense, I get that mm-hmm. um, thought that comes through my mind, or we see things, or you know, and it could be dreams and visions. You know, it could be a number of different things. Right, too. right, right, right. But um, <clears throat> yeah, tools of the trade, um, kind of all um, with the communicating or God communicating with us falls under that word communication but there's a variety of different ways.
0: That Absolutely.
1: That. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. And there could be ways that we haven't even mentioned tonight that oh, yes. that other people are saying. And the thing is when it gets confirmed and that's one thing that God does is confirms it. Everything's confirmed by the witness of two or more. Is it or is it three or more? It's it's two or more. Two or more. <laughs> right. Everything's yeah. confirmed by the witness of two or more. The Old Testament, New Testament. Two tablets of the law. So everything's confirmed by the witness of two or more. So God will confirm for you in some way, and that not mm. only confirms it, that it's not from the enemy, but it helps you listen and understand and accept and believe in that voice that you're hearing.
2: Yeah, and it's important too to pray for wisdom and discernment. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's absolutely. one of the first steps. Like if you know if you're just starting out in your as a Christian, just pray for the wisdom and the discernment. Pray for the knowledge. Mm. You know, one of the one of the early prayers that, that I've used myself for many years off and on is, Lord, keep my mouth shut so I can hear. And mm. <laughs> I'm kind of paraphrasing. You know, people use <laughs> a little right. bit prettier. Yeah, people use a little prettier version of this. But... <laughs> Keep my mouth shut so I can hear and and give me the wisdom and the knowledge to to hear you and and to discern, you know, your voice for whatever. Because when you're first starting out as a Christian, it's difficult. It is. And even when you're seasoned, you know, even for for guys like you've been doing this for a long time and and really walking with the Lord for a long time, it's still difficult at times because you get caught up in your own thoughts and emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, you get caught up in, in your situation and, you know, all those things that take place. And it's difficult to understand what and interpret what you're hearing because you're you're trying to fight off your human element, and you know whatever. Yeah. And and it's just yeah. like you. The the key is like you said earlier: stillness and quiet. Stillness and quiet, even in, in the midst of bad news or a bad problem or a bad situation. Stillness and quiet, and be at peace, anticipating Him speaking, right, and then praying for that discernment. and And it's okay. To ask the Lord for a fact check, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely, yeah. Be like, hey, like, is this what you're really trying to tell me? And you know, in yeah. given the situation, it can repeat, like Phil said, yeah, it, given the situation, especially if it's something like long range or long term, you can, you know, mm-hmm. he can mm-hmm. he can repeat things to you, whatever. But yeah, it's it's important just to be still and pray for that, yeah, you know,
1: and that stillness, too, you know, to go along with. The practicalities of, of things that we that we want to talk about in, in these tools of the trade is it is okay to reach out and hit the pause button.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: In the middle of it all, just yeah. go, you know what? Just just hold. It can be on a phone call. Mm-hmm. If you would, just hold on a moment. Mm-hmm. I'll call you back. It, it's okay to hit the pause button. The other thing, too, that, Chad, as you were talking about, that um, sparked in me another tool of the trade Is accountability. Mm. Oh, yeah. And and, and that goes along with what you're saying, because here we are, you know, if we're we're just starting on our walk with the Lord, we are praying and we're reading and and we're asking for discernment and and we're asking, you know, Lord, keep my mouth shut so I can hear you. (laughs) You know, we're asking all of those things. Um, But then you start understanding that God is communicating with you and that can get confusing.
0: Mm -hmm. So, right. And it invites the enemy to bring into confusion too.
1: It well it, it, exactly. Yeah. The confusion, the chaos, the anxiety, the yeah. frustration, the worry, right. you know, all of those things because, you know, I don't want to look stupid and I, I don't I'm not sure that's exactly right or what do I so it's one of those things that when even Christ, you know, he sent out his disciples. Two Mm -hmm. by two,
0: right? Mm -hmm. So there was
1: a a camaraderie. There was an accountability that that they were called to, to go together, to do together, to minister together. And in our walk, it's like, okay, ask God to send people alongside you that are, maybe they're more seasoned than you. Maybe they're just stepping on the same journey as you but you're working and you're walking together with God in the center of this. Mm. And this is going to go back to something that you were talking about the other week about marriages. Okay. You know, right. keeping God at the center. Right. right. And you may be here, but if you keep God in the center, the longer you walk, the closer you get together, the closer you get to the Lord. Right. And we've seen this in ministry mm. as, as we've been able to walk together in the things that God's called us to do that we have gotten closer together. We listen more intently. We, we hear more clearly and we notice and understand more clearly what God is communicating. Um, and we understand more clearly when he wants us to do something or how he mm-hmm. wants us to do something. Right? You know, all of those things combined. Accountability is huge. And walking along together with somebody else is a great tool of the trade.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a And it's a process. Yeah. It, it's, you know, you always say embrace your process. God knows what he's doing. It is a process. And... You're not going to learn it overnight. Now, there are some people that God will pour the miracle grow on and they (laughs) may learn it overnight. Or it may take a week where it took you a month, or it may take you a year and it took them two months or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, and it's never, you never get to the point where you're finally done. I'm constantly learning to discern God's voice. I'm constantly saying, okay, Lord, if that wasn't you, silence the other voices and let me hear only you, mm. which is another thing that we can do. That is, And and it works.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The power of prayer. The power of prayer. Absolutely. And I think prayer is just so foundational. And, you know, you're kind of alluding to this, Chad. It is so foundational to that relationship because it starts the communication yeah, with does. God. And prayers, and we've said this before, I'm going to say it again. Prayer is not a one-way talk. It's speak and listen or listen and then speak or just listen is prayer too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, and I, I've heard it said, you know, prayer is 90% listening.
2: Yeah. Yeah. hmm
1: Absolutely. It, and, it, and it really is because I tell you what, man, we can throw down a laundry list of stuff.
2: hmm
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: and, and, they, and, and in doing that, bef- honestly, for me, in doing that, and then I'm like, okay, all right, Lord, there you go. I'm ready. I'm ready, whatever you want to say. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times the things that he wants to talk to me about have
0: nothing to do with
1: the laundry list that I just poured out.
0: Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I got to share this. I <laughs> I went to send a message to Ian the other day, something that had happened and I was excited. I was like, I want to tell Ian about this. I get my phone, I type on it, or click on Ian and the Lord's like, tell him just go with it. I'm like, Ian, just go with it. I don't know what this means, but just go with it. <laughs> and it was what he needed to hear at yeah, that time. Absolutely. So yeah, you know, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. You can pour out your heart with the list of things you want to do and you start to listen and you hear God speaking something different and go with it.
1: Yeah. I, and, I, and I tell you, to, in my development with the Lord, it's like, you know, Ian are you willing to let me go first? Mm-hmm. And, and that that really shone a light on on my life of going, okay this isn't about me mm-hmm. this this relationship, this you mm-hmm. know um, all of my worries, all of my fears, all my concerns. <clears throat> it's not that God doesn't care about them but it wasn't where he wanted to go at that point in time. And it's and, and honestly, I'm, I'm reminded of Gideon and in, in mm-hmm. in, in I heard a teaching on this. But um, Gideon was called by the Lord to be um, to uh, the deliverer and um, of Israel. And he gave God this laundry list of why he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And God told him to stand up and go forward. My valiant warrior. And and the thing that I pulled from that is that God did not entertain Gideon's negativity about himself. He Mm -hmm. didn't even address it. He called Gideon what he saw. Mm -hmm. And so there are times Mm -hmm. when God is like, look, God just wants to talk to you because there's things that he sees. There's things that he understands and that he wants you to know that he's not going to even entertain the negativity or the fear or the worry that you may be dealing with because that's already taken care of in his eyes. He knows that that's been handled, but he wants to meet you where you are and take you into the next.
0: Mm. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Uh, Yeah, I thought so too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you know, it's not just Gideon. He did this with Moses.
1: Exactly. The list goes on. Yeah.
0: He did it with uh, Joseph. Um, he did it with all kinds of people.
1: And you know what, Phil, he's done it with us. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, yeah. to make this very real for today, mm-hmm. you know, there are things that we think about ourselves and, and I'm not talking, and I, 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 I'm not going to even talk for these guys, but for me, I mean, there's things that, that I know about me and there's things that, um, that I look at me and I go, man, there's, you know, a fault here and there's, you know, lack there and, you know, the list goes on. But God speaks to us about how he sees us. And that's what he wants us to believe. That's the loving father. Mm, mm -hmm. And he wants us to believe those things Mm -hmm. and move on Mm -hmm. from there. So, Mm -hmm. but he, and he does it for you. You know, he does it for us Mm -hmm. and he's ready to take us to our next.
0: Wow. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Really good stuff. And that is, is still another tool to trade is to, is the realization That of knowing who you are and who God is. Mm. And when we can get there, wow, does it make a difference. And by that, I mean, we society, especially in an American society, it teaches us be holy, be holy, be holy, be holy, be like Christ. And, you know, the Bible says, be holy for I am holy. Okay, but we put that on ourselves without realizing we don't have the divinity within us that Christ had. He was a human being, too. He had the the divine nature, plus he had the human nature, so he could overcome sin. He could, you know, he could be everything that he needed to be for us. And I'm not saying don't just give up and fall short. I'm saying realize that though you're striving to be like Christ, you will never be Christ.
1: Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: And when you fail, God is there to pick you back up. That's right. There's certain barriers of entry that you know. There's that's a fancy term, barriers of entry, that we put on ourselves sometimes as new Christians. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I did it. Yeah, we were trying to measure up to somebody else. Yep. You know, like I'd I'd be like, man, if I, if I could just be like him, but I'm not. Or if I could just be like her, but I'm not. Well, of course, you're not going to be on day two. You know, but I, but so many people do that and I did it I did it and you guys probably did it too. Yeah. There's a barrier of entry thing and and we put it on ourselves and we, and and what I mean by that is we're, we're trying to measure ourselves off of other people who, you know, we look up to or, you know, who really, you know, seem like they're really, you know, um, in tune with the Lord and following his you know his lead and all those sorts of things and it's difficult and it and it causes people to fall away and i think it's important that we use these various tools Mm -hmm. that we're talking about but the most important thing is just to, to lay that before god and don't become intimidated and and to seek that conversation with him you know, one thing that keeps coming to my mind is I keep looking at the Bibles, and there have been times before where I get very overwhelmed by these books, the, mm-hmm. the book, the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible is absolutely a great thing. It's the word. It's the written word. But sometimes it can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It can be overpowering, and sometimes we don't just flat out don't understand it. And that's okay. And that's when you hit the pause button, like you said. Yeah. Maybe is that a tool? The pause button. It is. Yeah. The easy button, like staple said. <laughs> yeah, easy that's button. right. We yeah. need a pause button. But sometimes it's okay to hit the pause button with the Bible, and it doesn't mean you throw it away, uh, you know, or set it under your coffee table. Absolutely. Cable. But you Absolutely. just say, "I'm going to take a break for this, and I'm going to just, I'm going to chew on this with the Lord." And mm. and one thing that that I've heard before is, you know, somebody that we all know very closely said. You know, they said sometimes I'll just take a piece of scripture and I'll chew on it for a week. Yeah. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. Yeah, that that discussion, that anticipation, uh, that but you want to just take away the things that prevent you from being whatever they are, you know. And and mm. so we're going to talk about some of these tools, I think, that can help you do yeah. that beyond like fasting. You said fasting. I'm very mm-hmm. interested in hearing what you say there, because. I'm starting to try to, to use that um, on very small scales. And that's another thing, too. There's scales to this. There's, right. Right. So it's Good not point. like, you know, like, it's not like, okay, every fast has got to be a week or every fast right. has got to be three right. days. Right. You know, so like you guys both have talk, told me at different points that, you know, you can fast a meal or you can fast and it doesn't even have to be food. Sometimes it can be, a, it can be a, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to fast from social media. I see people do that a yeah. lot at Lent, mm-hmm. or I'm going to fast from this specific food or whatever. So uh, like I know we were talking about this early. I'm very interested to hear what you guys have to think about fasting. I'll give you some advice. Don't fast from Kathy. That's not a good thing. <laughs>
0: Yes, you don't want to. You don't want to say. I'm sorry, Kathy. I'm fasting from you today, and it's not going to go over well.
2: Well, I've done that on work trips and, and <laughs> okay. like and like vacations and stuff, where like she couldn't go or whatever. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. But we still text or whatever. But yeah,
0: but yeah, it can be television. It could be, um, you know, if you go to bed late and maybe you go to bed early. Just changing it up is what it's all about, mm-hmm. because that is forcing you to rely on God, because you get so we get so used to. Eating, you know, we'll take food, for example, we get so used to eating that we just do it and we don't even think about it. But when we don't do it, your body's like, hey, you know, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. And you got to turn to God. God, I I am tempted to eat. I'm tempted to watch television. I'm tempted to do whatever it may be. And as that spiritual discipline develops, you get stronger at it. Mm -hmm. The first time I ever fasted, I was going to do it for twenty four hours. I made it six hours, and I was eating. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the Lord said, "Great, you made it six hours." Okay, next time we'll try seven, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. I did. And you get to the point where you can eventually. Now I'm nothing like this guy who can who did it. Did you do it for forty days once? I did. Yeah, I I'll get there someday maybe. <laughs>
1: well, you know, for me, fasting is. Um, well let me, let me I guess let me kind of start from from uh, this point that we always have a ten, we always have an opportunity and a a chance, which obviously is a choice, but we have a chance to grow when things go from a normal re- routine to things shooken up a bit. Mm-hmm. so yeah when yeah when we have those things that make us comfortable. That is part of our routine, that we have a tendency to just end up throwing it into neutral. We have our blinders on and we just kind of coasting down the road. So what is something in your life that you can remove that will shake your snow globe, for instance, and go, you know what? Things are different and they need to be different. And where can I let God step in? And it can be anything from food to TV to social media to, you know, whatever, whatever it is that that has lulled you to sleep and allow that to be removed from your life and be disciplined and remove that and allow God to step into where that once where that that thing once held a position in your life. So you know, I've I, you know, people are like, you know, man, I you know, fasted from chocolate or coffee sure. or yeah. you know, or a certain TV show or this or that. But it's really about uh, a self discipline of not relying on this one thing as my comfort, but I'm going to trust in the Lord. So that's where it starts, and and for me, it, it, it was food. It was a big thing. Because ever since and you talked to my mom and ever since I was just a little little kid, if I was hungry, I was screaming, hmm. and that went from as I got older, if I was hungry, get out of my way, get out of the kitchen, hungry, yes, and it was. <laughs> ugly
2: yeah for your Snickers commercial was, yeah. I, should have been. <laughs> I should have been
1: but it was just like it was awful and it was like and, and it would be just like that all of a sudden I was hungry and man man I gotta get something to eat and, and it was just like that and God's like you know what son we're gonna break that
0: mm. and I'm like let me ask you a question then if I may yeah how do you know when it's time to fast because I know somebody's wondering how do you know when it's time to fast should I fast?
1: I, for me personally, um, it, it started with just what I'm talking about. It's just like okay. it, it, when God revealed to me a, I'll call it a stronghold, okay. uh, a, okay. a a part of my life that wasn't pleasing to Him, um, and that destroyed my testimony and made me have to apologize to people. You know, all of those things. Okay, and it's just like okay, okay you know, I want to deal with that, and so then that's why that that's one of the things that I knew, and and two, I, I also look at life as. Um, and understanding the spiritual aspect of it where where there's a, a demonic influence or stronghold or oppression then you know jesus clearly talked about it even in mark chapter right. nine yeah. you know if you want if you want these things removed from your life then prayer and fasting mm-hmm. so um that's another one and if you're going hmm i wonder if i should fast fast
0: yeah that's kind of what i was getting Step at. right into yeah. it you know i, I guess I, what i, I was know g- I
1: added a whole lot to it no that's no, okay you're exactly yeah. right
0: but it's it's a recognition of something. You recognize that you're getting angry and you needed to break that. So yes. you turn to fasting. It could be recognizing, hey, I'm thinking that I need to fast. Well, that's God. That is God. Okay. That's another way to do it. Or if you have never even considered it before and you're like, well, should I try this? Ask God and then listen. So I guess what I'm getting at is there's multiple ways to use the different tools that we have. Mm-hmm. And God will direct you in all of them
1: he will that's a great point
0: our society is so good about showing us this is the way that you walk in things and this is the norm and and we're trying to redefine that in so many ways these days too and but we all we got to do is turn to god mm-hmm. and every single thing in our lives
2: turn to god yeah and Phil one thing you said was important earlier when we were t- starting this conversation about fasting was you messed up, and what yeah. ha- and what happened? Mm. Oh, God wait. was God still celebrated and right. was like happy, like hey, right. You you made an effort. You messed up. We'll do better next time, right? And that's important. It is that's important because I think so many that is people let that guilt in and then it's like oh i, oh, I tried god.
0: that i can't do it again
2: I, and, and they and, you know it's like You're i right. failed i failed god and i'm not worthy i'm not good enough i'm not whatever and shh, they drift away mm-hmm. and that's important to realize is god god doesn't want you to drift away god doesn't want you to right. feel guilty it's like we're we we're people we screw up we say the wrong things we do the wrong things this is just part of who we are but he still wants us in relationship with him, and he's not going to drop an anvil on our head. Right. Yes. Saying, I not, heard that in a right? sermon. You're right. It's a sermon. sermon. <laughs> like Ian said this past Sunday, God's not walking around up there with an anvil saying, uh, oh, look at that. <laughs> Boom. That's not the way it works. And I used an analogy, and I can't remember where, about God being a, the, the school principal with a paddle. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. God is not a school principal, a the, the, the 1950s school principal with a paddle. He's not looking to whoop somebody. He he wants the relationship. He's that right. he wants to sit down and talk with you. That's still go good, you know. He's just he's just like uh, your your one of your grandparents that you loved. Like he just yeah. was like, hey, just come over and visit. You know, just tell Fantastic. me about your day.
1: Yeah, and I love the way you put it too. He celebrated it. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, and, yeah. and that's that is a picture that is often not in our memory banks when it comes to talking about God.
0: Right. And it should be. It should be. Because mm-hmm. he does celebrate. Yes, he does. You know, we, in, when you read the Old Testament, you can see God is very angry. And there's been times I question, like, what did Manasseh do? Or what did so-and-so do, did Zedekiah do to, to deserve this wrath from God? But we got to remember that that had a purpose. And that's not the way God's looking at us. Because he's looking, there was a veil on the temple at that time. Okay. And that veil is sin, the separation, and that veil has been torn. And now he sees us through his son and he loves his son and he's not condemning us. And we shouldn't condemn ourselves. We should walk in his ways and obey him. Absolutely. But there, and there's more reasons for that. We don't have time to get into tonight, but yeah, yeah, maybe I'll write a book about it. Maybe (laughs) I am. (laughs) That's part of what the second book is about is how the things that we do can affect our lives. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So.
0: Man, that's, it's good.
1: Uh, you know, the fasting aspect of it though is there. there's so much to it. And I, and this is one point that I wanted to bring up. It, so often we get something in our hearts or in our minds that, that God wants us to do. We'll just use fasting as an example to say, okay, well, you know, God wants me to fast. So the first thing we do is, is we go, you know, pop up on Amazon and go, okay, what's a book on fasting? <laughs> how, do, how do I do this? Step one, step two, step three, yeah. step four. Yep, yep, yep. And, and while those books exist...
0: And they're not bad they're, necessarily. No, no, no.
1: no. And, and I'm not condemning any of those. I do want to bring up the point though is that the fasting or other disciplines that, that we have talked about and, and tools that we have mentioned tonight, it's about relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's about talking Listening to the Lord and how does He want you to do it? And mm-hmm. I could sit here and I could go, okay. Here's how God had me learn about fasting. Mm-hmm. And and everybody's like, oh, okay. You know, grab pen and, pen and paper. What, and, yep. Okay, I've got to do this. I got to do this. Like, well, I what? I can't do that.
2: Right.
1: Right. There, right. There's no way. And so then it comes in the condemnation. What you were talking about, Chad, in in the sense of failure. And then all of a sudden it's like, close the book, slide it away. I can't do this. And that's not what God wants at all. He is going to walk you through how he wants you to fast to build your relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need to follow. You need to follow his lead and his direction. Now, your accountability partners can pray with you and say, oh, yeah, you know what? I do believe that's what God is telling you. And that's what he's sharing with you. So you know what? I'm going to pray with you in support and encouragement for you to keep moving. And there's no condemnation, but I'm just here to support you and encourage you as you follow God's lead.
0: Yeah, you know, way early on when we first met, you told me, I don't know if you remember this, you said to me, you were talking to me, you go, you can't walk in the same walk I walked in. You can't let others try to walk in the walk that you're walking in. Everybody's walk is different. And that really stuck with me because that is so true. Because if if I try to walk the same walk you walk and I try to listen the way you listen or fast the way you fast, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to have your relationship with God. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Instead of me having my own relationship with God and God works with me. And you know what? If I'm different than you or you're different than me, that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong or I'm doing it wrong. Because it does not. I know I'm doing things wrong, but God corrects them. And mm-hmm. you're doing things wrong, and he'll correct them. And you're doing things wrong, and he'll correct them. Yes. And same with Chad. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: And But what it does is that, you know, as, as Chad has his relationship with the Lord, and Phil, you have yours, I have mine. What that does, though, is bring evidence that God has created a body mm-hmm. with different parts oh, yeah. to do different things, but work together.
0: 1 Corinthians
1: 14.
2: 12. Somehow I knew that was 12. Yeah. It's 12. It's 12. <laughs> Who would have thought? Phil yeah. knew exactly where it was. <laughs>
0: exactly. It's not like I know the whole Bible. I just know some things. It's just... Yeah, he knows it all. It's a gift yeah. that <laughs> don't, God don't gave me. It. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. <laughs> don't believe it.
1: <laughs> but it is, it's proof that the body of Christ, that God has designed the body of Christ to work together and build relationship with Him and so that others can see Him through what we are doing and, mm-hmm. and being being about. And what when I say that, what I, what I mean is Christ at 12 years old, you know, telling his mom, you know, I, I was at the temple because I was being about my father's business. And, and that's what we are to do. We are to be about our father's business. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing, Phil, what you're doing, Chad, and what I'm doing, it, it all
0: comes together and it works together for his glory. Right. Take a look at the time, guys. We're We're uh, really moving along here. (laughs) um, What a
1: great time. Yeah, it
0: was. It was. I just want to throw in a couple little program notes here. Mm -hmm. Um, As we mentioned in the past, we put Uplift on its own channel. So for a couple more weeks, we'll leave it Uplift and Bible Time together. But you can still find Uplift on its own channel by going to any. They are now definitely 100% on all of the Mm -hmm. ways to get your podcasts you can listen on any of them. So please subscribe to the Uplift channel and start receiving uplifts. Yeah, that'd be
1: great. That way. That'd be great. Um, but
0: in the meantime, you can still find it on the Bible Time feed uh, for the next couple of weeks. And also want to say, you know, check out the Fulcrum Center website yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: fulcrumcenter.org.
0: Yeah. And we're going to be adding to that. And, and if you do not yet like the Fulcrum Center Facebook page, make sure you like the Fulcrum Center. Facebook yeah, page. there's
1: some things that we're working on and, and yeah. some, some things are under construction and such, but but please,
0: yeah, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe and click that little bell. And that way you get notified yep. when we put new episodes up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. And if we want to reach out to us, then you can reach out to us at well, being at org, phil at dot Chad, Chad cmcleish one at gmail.com. C McLeish one at gmail.com. And you can what else? Prayer requests. Prayer Send prayer requests to us.
0: Yeah. Prayer, prayer. at
1: fulcrumradio.org Yep. Um, send it to us and let us know. We'd love to be praying for you. We'd love to be praying with you. Um, journeying along with you as God's leading. Um, would love to love to connect with you on that front. Also, 40 on 70 <laughs> by Phil Bliss. It is available. Get on to all kinds. Uh, Amazon and what else? Is it Barnes and Noble too?
0: Um, Barnes and Noble just has the ebook. Right it has now, has the ebook. Right yeah, now, I'm working on getting a print book there, too, but uh, right now it's just the ebook. Um, the only place you can get print books, two places: um, Amazon.com and Ingram Spark. Yeah, Ingram Spark. You can get uh, print books, both paperback and hardback, and uh, you can get ebooks on Amazon, Kobo, Google, Apple, Barnes and Noble. Booktopia, all kinds of... Yeah. Here's where you go. Bookstoread.com slash 40 on 70. That's the word books, the number two, read.com slash the number, the letter, or spelled out 40, F-O-R-T-Y, on the number 70. Bookstoread.com slash 40 on 70 has links to everywhere where you can buy the book.
1: Yeah, that's great. Amazon, you can buy it on Amazon and then leave Leave your review.
0: Yeah, Let honest review. Know. If you don't like it, we want to hear, tell me. We'd yeah. love, yeah. love to hear I got it. If you get 50 reviews, Amazon treats it a little bit different. So I'm shooting for 50 reviews. To, that'll help get it out there. And you could get 50 bad reviews and they'll still treat it the same mm-hmm. as if you had fifty five star reviews. So leave an honest review. You know, tell me what you think, because I learned from that feedback Absolutely. to make it better for the next time. Well, too, and
1: one of the things that, that we've been experiencing is just having an opportunity to talk to some of the people who have read the book and the impact that God has made in their life mm-hmm. and the questions that have come from them reading the book and what God is doing with them and their desire to go deeper and get closer to the Lord and, and connect with him. So each book that is sold um, or given away is just looked at from our perspective as a life touched. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that that's the whole purpose of putting this together is right. to allow God to just reach out and to touch somebody's life and understanding that when he does that that there's a ripple effect that goes from that life into the lives of around that person so take a look at it maybe it's something that you can take a look at and, and God puts someone that you love or that you care about on their heart on your heart to get them that book and have them read it but um, but the Lord really did orchestrate this he put his hand on it and uh, we're looking to see uh, excited to see how he is touching people's lives with that book. Yep. And what and what he's done through that. Yep.
0: So Definitely. but thank you so much.
1: So Anything was, else, guys? Yeah, so. It's great
0: being here tonight. It yeah. was really
1: good, really good being together. Yep. And send in your prayer requests. Um, we do pray. And yes, we, we and, do. And really am, am glad that God's called us to this ministry um, to pray for you and to pray for one another. But uh look forward to seeing you again soon and may God bless you and keep you. Have a great week.
0: Good night.